Hey, Disney fans, looking for the latest Disney news? And interviews with some of Disney's biggest stars? Well, have we got the podcast for you. Welcome to D23 Inside Disney. I'm Jeffrey from D23. And I'm Sherry from Oh My Disney. And together, we are taking you Inside Disney. Hello, hello, people. Hello, and hello to our special guest host this week. Drum roll, please. Yay, ladies and gentlemen, we are proud to introduce our special guest host this week, the fabulous Inga Blake from ABC. Oh, stop it, y'all. Go on. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) It's so great to have you, Zynga. Oh, I'm so, so honored to be here. I listen to you all. You and our mothers. (laughs) (laughs) shout out to our moms listen i've always wanted to come out and hang out now it's happened you see disney makes people's dreams come true there you go we're here to sprinkle the pixie dust and uh, for those who don't know zinga she is a fabulously talented producer reporter personality she um, hosted some great panels at essence fest this summer and she's going to be gracing us with her presence at d23 expo so be on the lookout for her for those of you who are attending yay storyteller spotlight hope y'all can check us out I highly recommend it. I can neither confirm nor deny there are going to be some exceptional people that she is speaking with, but I can confirm there will be exceptional people she is speaking with. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for that, Jeffrey. That is awesome. (laughs) Talk a little bit about that hilarious moment with Tiffany at Essence Festa Summer on the Disney panel. Yes. Oh my goodness. That was so much fun. We, um, you know, at Essence Festival, it's in Louisiana and we were sitting there talking about the haunted Tiffany, Tiffany Haddish, I, I Tiff- should say. I, I just Tiffany. said Tiffany. As I know like, we just said Stephanie, like she's our girl, <laughs> right? Breakfast at, yeah. yeah, you know, our girl <laughs> Tiffany. Yeah, you know, classic Jeffrey. <laughs> Everybody, you know, we all we all go back with our girl Tiffany. But Tiffany, exactly. Had, <laughs> we were talking about Haunted Mansion, which I'm extremely, extremely excited about. But she actually surprised the guests. We had an influencer brunch at Essence Festival, and I was speaking with Justin Simeon. We were having a great conversation, and then we were talking about the cast, and he's like, oh, yeah, I love our cast, and then he said Tiffany Haddish, and of course, she's like, did someone say my name? And we all like, ah! uh, Tiffany Haddish, oh, my goodness, but can I just tell you my favorite part was when she sat down in the chair, and we were giving away D23 fan experience. It was like a, a great gold, gift The set. gold membership. Yeah. The gold yeah, the, membership. The, the, yeah. And, and she was sitting there, set items. the collector set items. Yep. And she went through the whole thing. And I was like, wow, this is just golden. It was uh, just a magical moment. And she was really excited it. about wow. it. Yeah. She was, especially with the pins. She was all over the pins. I believe she called them brooches. Maybe she, called them brooches. Brooches. she did. She did. I like that rebrand. There but let go. me tell you, <laughs> it, she's spot on. I have them too. And you could really work with a nice top. There you go. Yeah. You heard it here first. Disney brooch trading. <laughs> brooch trading. <laughs> Love it. Yes. For all you Disney fashionistas out there. Oh, Indeed. yes. <laughs> we always like to talk about some Disney stuff we've been up to at the mm-hmm. top of the show. Any Anything, Zynga, that you've been uh, enjoying? Oh, my goodness. I have been getting everybody on that prey train, honey. Oh, <laughs> Zynga, you are speaking my language. Yes, I've been trying to get everyone i know to watch prey too and it, it's such a amazing it's movie so good again jeffrey i know it's not for you 
Yes. I, I feel like we're going to break him down though. I really do. I feel like yes. it's about to happen soon. I'm, I'm going to give it a few more weeks, maybe. Right. It's going to have to be like a weekend at like noon with all yeah. the lights on and maybe yeah. a bunch of friends over. <laughs> and I will be surrounded by a bunch of stuffed animals just to make me, to bring me comfort. Perfect. Okay. Yes. We'll bring over the chips and salsa. Yes. <laughs> well, sure. I know you've been getting your fill of a certain new animated TV show. I have. Well, coming up on the show, we have friend of the pod returning to the show, Dan Povenmire, creator slash producer slash writer slash actor slash director slash storyboard artist slash everything of the new Disney Channel show, Hamster and Gretel. And stay tuned for his Disney favorite memory. <sighs> it's Honestly, it made me cry, oh. made me laugh. It's such an incredible story. It made all of us cry. He was crying. He really? was crying. Everyone was crying. It was oh a total tear fest in a positive oh. way. Yes. I can't wait. Yes. I am back very recently from a walkthrough of the D23 Expo down at the Anaheim Convention Center. Nice. Ooh. I would be lying if I said that my heart didn't start to race a little bit <laughs> as I like got out of the car park and started to walk around the grounds. I'm very excited to greet all of our fans, all of the, the media who I will be working with. It's going to be, um, it's going to be, it's going to be, that's what's going to be magical. It is. Yes. It's going to be great. <laughs> Cannot so wait exciting. for the fans uh, to see what we have in store and to help bring my blood pressure down. Just kidding. Cause it was very suspenseful. I did finish <laughs> out only murders in the building. Ooh. The finale was so funny it may have been my favorite funny episode there's a whole scene with like almost the entire cast in one room it is so wow. funny and hulu confirming that guest star in the finale paul rudd is going to be part of season three <gasps> no oh, yes. i love him yes <gasps> we got to get him on the pod listen none yes. of us are clueless about paul rudd oh honey. that's right <laughs> 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 a little off brand, but I like what you did there. It is anyway. so off brand. No. Uh, well, you've got a lot of Disney news to get to before we get yes. to Dan. So, Sherry, uh, what's up we first? Do. Well, up first, mark your calendars if you haven't already, because Disney Plus Day is coming up very soon. It's September yes. 8th. All kinds of premieres, it. experiences, celebrations, merch. Everything is coming that day across Disney Plus, of course, Disney Parks Experiences and Products, and AMC Theaters. There's a whole lot going on that day, so I'm going to try and get through it without taking up literally every hour of our listeners' day today. <laughs> so Disney Plus, we've got the IMAX enhanced premiere of Thor Love and Thunder streaming on the service. We've got Marvel Studios Assembled, the making of Thor Love and Thunder. Mm-hmm. Obi-Wan Kenobi, A Jedi's Return. That is the making of the Lucasfilm original limited series. Also premiering on Disney Plus Day are the Frozen and Frozen 2 sing-alongs. As if you don't already know all the words, the words will now be on screen for you to sing along. <laughs> I'm like that one person who always sings that one lyric wrong and you're like, I I'm sure it's right. Like Frozen is something we just will not let go of. It's real, we can't. She's like, let it go. We can't like, let no, it we, go. We can't, we can't let it go. It's that good. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> very true very true we'll also have remembering which is an original short featuring brie larson yes. welcome to the club that's the new simpsons short dancing with the stars the pros most memorable dances so this is going to be a look back on the 20 most memorable 
dances and celebrity missteps of 30 Ooh. seasons. Wow. <laughs> wow. Also, this sounds awesome. Tierra Incognita. That's an original series produced in Latin America. Nice. In addition, all the previously announced titles are also going to be streaming on Disney Plus that day. Pinocchio, a new episode of She-Hulk Attorney at Law, Cars Ooh. on the Road, Growing Up, Epic Adventures with Bertie Gregory. Whew. Okay, so that's just Disney Plus the service. Let's move to the parks. <laughs> Disney Plus subscribers. You can enter Disneyland Resort and Walt Disney World Resort 30 minutes before regular park open on September 8th. Yes. Wow. There's going to be complimentary PhotoPass downloads at select locations. Disneyland Paris has a whole thing going on. During the Disney Vacation Club member cruise aboard the Disney Wonder, there's going to be all kinds of special gifts from Disney Plus and more. On top of all of this, AMC theaters from September 8th through 19th, select theaters are going to celebrate Disney Plus Day with screenings of some of your favorite movies like Encanto, Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, Thor Ragnarok, Cars, and Newsies. And you can get your tickets for $5 per screening starting September 1st. Wow. So cool. It's a lot. I don't think I took a breath that whole time. <laughs> I'm very impressed. I'm very impressed. It's very impressive. You're right. And you can head over to d23.com if you don't remember every single thing that Sherry just listed. I think, I think that would be fair, fair. That would be also very impressive. Impressive as well is some of the new voice talent that has been added to Disney Channel's Firebuds. It's a whole new animated comedy adventure series coming. Already we know that the lead voice cast includes Lou Diamond Phillips and friend of the pod and our unofficial fourth co-host, Yvette Nicole Brown. <laughs> As well as Padma Lakshmi, Oscar Nunez, Weird Al Yankovic, Lisa Lowe, Pat Noswald, Ali Stroker, LaShawns, Michelle Rauch, Natalie Morales, and more. So you know, the show premieres Wednesday, September 21st. You can hear music from it on September 16th. There's going to be storybooks from Disney Publishing. I am fairly certain that my niece Dylan will be ready and raring to watch this show. Absolutely. Such a star-studded cast. Totally. And yes, and speaking of other exciting shows, for all you comedy lovers out there, a second season of The Villains of Valley View has been greenlit. Yes. Yay. I know. So excited. They're a funny family. <laughs> and it's currently available to watch on Disney Channel and Disney+. Plus. Production on season two will begin this fall in Los Angeles with the whole cast of series regulars returning. Have you all watched the show? It's hilarious. I haven't yet. Oh my gosh. The mom and the dad are so funny. So for, for those of you who might never have seen the show, here's a little bit of a premise. When a teenage supervillain stands up to the head of the League of Villains, her family is forced to change their identities and relocate to a sleepy Texas suburb where they must somehow hide their superpowers and quell their villainous nature in favor of something they have fought against all their lives. Being normal and quite mm -hmm. frankly, being nice. Oh, it's, it's so funny. Wow. <laughs> I mean, we're all just trying to hide our weird selves and be normal. So that's relatable. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. And they can just they just live their id. It's amazing. And for all you nature lovers out there, the enchanting extras tours are returning to Epcot. Yes. There's Yay. more fan. Yes, I know. It's so exciting. Really good stuff out there. More fan favorite tours from the Enchanting Extras collection that are returning to Epcot beginning October 2nd. And that mm. completes the lineup of tours returning to Walt Disney World, including y'all want to hear some of them? Yes, oh, yes, please. Oh my goodness. Here we go. Behind the Seeds, 
so amazing. It's a one hour walking tour that gives guests an up close and personal view of amazing plants, insects and fish throughout four state of the out greenhouses at the Living with the Land attraction. And it's so cool because, you know, they take you through with a guide and you get to see the latest plants, techniques, including hydroponics, <laughs> and provides you with ideas that you can try at home in your own garden. And you know what? I'm really like just jealous of that because us living out here in California, our gardens are dead. Yeah, well, <laughs> fair. fair. Yeah. Even my indoor plants are not doing so hot. <laughs> no, because it's hot out here. All right. We also got... Epcot Sea Adventures Dive Quest, and that's a two-hour dive for scuba-certified guests into a 5.7 million gallon saltwater environment and coral reef at the Seas with Nemo and Friends Pavilion. Definitely adding this to my bucket list, y'all. And finally, Epcot Seas Adventures Dolphins in Depth. That's right, I'm getting deep with some dolphins here, where guests can meet <laughs> the bottlenose dolphins at the seas to learn about their complex undersea behavior and talk with the experts who work with them on a daily basis. This is another one on my bucket list because I love dolphins. Oh, yes. amazing. Well, also amazing. Last week, we announced this year's class of Disney legends who are going to be honored during the opening ceremonies at D23 Expo. Yay! Yes! Yeah. I'm so excited! I love this list. Anthony Anderson, Kristen Bell, Chadwick Boseman, Robert Coltrane, Patrick Dempsey, Robert Bob Foster, Jonathan Groff, Don Hahn, Josh Gad, Doris Hardoon, Idina Menzel, Chris Montan, Ellen Pompeo, and Tracy Ellis Ross. No, I did not do that all from memory, although I probably could have done it because I worked on that <laughs> press release for a very long time. But um, I mean, you also did that in one breath, Jeffrey. That's amazing. Thank you. <laughs> and I got to say, it's a beautiful press release. It, it is. You, you did so a wonderful much. job. Oh, you guys are so sweet. Well, I mean, I do love that, like the fact it's celebrating Blackish, which was so groundbreaking in many mm -hmm. ways. Of course, Grey's Anatomy is in there as well as Enchanted, like literally my favorite movie. And the four stars of Frozen coming together for the first time in person. I don't think that they've all been together on a stage with the folks at D23 or D23 Expo, I think since maybe it was... 15, maybe it was seven, 17, I think, wow. before Frozen wow. 2 came out. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Maybe it was 19. Now yeah. math is hard. Math is so hard. <laughs> it I, is. You know, hard too. This time is, is why, hard too. Yes. This is why we're in this, this business. <laughs> Love, uh, you know, Don Hahn, friend of the pod. He's been on the show before. Amazing producer. And of course, Chadwick Boseman, yeah. another groundbreaking talent. Really, I mean, Black Panther, just instantly iconic. Yeah. Um, the whole show is going to be hosted by the fabulous Tamron Hall. Oh. We've announced before that CEO Bob Chapik is also going to be doing some amazing reveals about Disney 100 Years of Wonder. The Ooh. entire celebration is going to be live streamed oh there's also a performance by the cast of aladdin the lion king and frozen's north american tour the whole disney on broadway performance it's going to be amazing mm, it is wow. 10 30 a.m friday the 9th it's going to be part of d23 expo live the live stream coming to you through three days from d23 expo if you're listening to the podcast today which is the 25th at some point today we are probably announcing the entire live stream schedule so head over to d23.com to check that out i love that people from all over the world can tune in 
Mm-hmm. You hear Same. that, mom? Great. Indeed. It's, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be in all of D23 social channels as well as on D23expo.com. Something else really great, uh, you know, that's celebrating some of the incredible creative talents who've made massive contributions to the Disney legacy. This is something that I really feel like celebrates the people who are creating those experiences and content for our guests. Disney Aspire, we've talked about it before in the show. It's a it's an education investment program, a, a give back to the hourly employees here to help them achieve their education goals, whether that's you know secondary education all the way through you know, graduate school. We've added a whole bunch more colleges where people can t- be taking classes. It is celebrating its fourth anniversary. That is amazing. And I am going to go through a couple of really cool facts because I did not know this. There are 13,000 eligible employees currently enrolled. That is massive. Wow, wow, wow. There are over 3,000 graduates and Mm. more than 2,000 of the students and graduates who have been a part of the program have already been internally promoted, which I think that's great. So if you are interested in working here at Disney in an hourly way, you can just visit aspire.disney.com to learn more about this incredible education program. Yeah, it's a great way to elevate your workers. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, I've got some news coming in from Pandora. Avatar is returning yay. to theaters for a limited time next month in September. James Cameron's 2009 epic adventure, aka the most successful film of all time, is coming mm-hmm. back to theaters mm-hmm. September 23rd in stunning 4K high what? dynamic range. Yes. What? If you, I like think back to watching it in theaters in 2009 and being absolutely blown away. And now with this new technology, I'm so stoked. I just watched Avatar, as I said on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, on a TV in an apartment and it was still beautiful. So I'm excited to see it, you know, big. Sherry, I'm with you there. I cried. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It's that beautiful. Oh my gosh, Zynga, between Prey and Avatar, you and I got to arrange some movie dates. (laughs) Oh yeah, we're soul sisters over here. I love (laughs) it. I love it. Well, but before you go see Avatar, you know what it's time for. Ooh, yes. It's time to hear the chime, because it's time for Five Fantastic Things to Watch This Weekend, presented by our friends at State Farm. For complete details and listings, visit d23.com. And remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Jeffrey, what's up first? Well, Jeffrey, what's up first is the classic Cinderella, because you know what we're doing? It is World Princess Week this week. And to celebrate World Princess Week, we're going to start with one of the uh, OG princesses, Cinderella, Available on Disney Plus. In fact, all of these incredible films that you can watch are available on Disney Plus. Also available on Disney Plus, Aladdin. Check it out. Guys, it's it's one of my favorite movies growing up. It's one of my favorite movies today. Mm -hmm. Disney Mm. legends abound in this film. True. Mm -hmm. True thing. Absolutely. And another one of my favorites, Raya and the Last Dragon. Mm. Yes. I think I've probably watched it multiple times during the pandemic and it got us through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We had mm-hmm. Kelly Marie on. She was super fun. Talked about recording in her pillow tent or her blanket fort or whatever it was. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> well, when you're done with Raya, why not visit Pocahontas? Mm-hmm. One of my very, very favorites, actually, mainly it's because Miko is one of my favorite sidekick animals ever. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, come for Pocahontas, stay for Miko. 
Yes. Yes. And stay right there for Princess and the Frog. Um, oh my god. Another gosh. fantastic, fantastic film. Another Disney legend, also, Anikanani Rose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The best. The best. The voice. Oh my goodness. That mm-hmm. voice. Well, on to today's guest and a friend of the pod. He co-created both Phineas and Ferb and Milo Murphy's Law, and his new hilarious show, Hamster and Gretel, can be watched on Disney Channel, Disney Plus, and Hulu. Please welcome to the show, Dan Povenmire. Hey, how are you guys doing? Happy to have you back. Thank you. Welcome back to the show. We love Hamster and Gretel. Aliens come down to Earth imbue superhero powers to young Gretel and her hamster who along with her non-super but still great brother Kevin fight crime yes how do you think of a show like this <laughs> well, my daughter's had hamsters for a while both of which have gone to live uh, at that hamster farm upstate oh because they're oh. very fragile creatures uh, but you know three or four years ago they had hamsters and when we were riding the the Phineas movie that we did for Disney Plus in 2010, the, the Candace Against the Universe, we were in the writer room just breaking story and putting up, you know, three by five cards and everything. So I had a big stack of three by five cards. And as we're working, as is always the case with me, whenever we're having a conversation, I'm always doodling. And I doodled this superhero hamster, which I really liked. And I took a picture of it and I took it home. And, and when I was tucking my daughter in, I showed her the picture and I started just pitching her ideas for a show based around this super hamster. And she was just laughing and laughing. We were both just cracking up by the end of it. And I had a bunch of really funny ideas, only one of which have I worked into the show. (laughs) (laughs) The the whole concept that I had of the show back then was not what it ended up being at all. Mm. One of the jokes I pitched her was like, he can fly, but only at the speed of wind. So it's really just floating, (laughs) 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 which is not what he does in the show at all. He's he's a superhero. He flies around and does super stuff. But there's an episode where he and Gretel get really, really tired because they've been working out too much. They're trying to outwork out each other. And then they're both just sort of like floating in midair. And she's like, oh, man, I'm so tired. Can you can you even fly? And he goes. I can fly, but only at the speed of wind. <laughs> and they just let the wind push them where they're going, because apparently we find out it takes a lot of core muscles to fly. That's what we find out. Oh, that is good to know. I'm going to need to get back to the gym stat. I read that some of the inspiration for the show comes from an ABC classic of my youth, The Greatest American Hero. Yes, yes. For my fabulous co-host who was not alive when this show was on, can you please talk (laughs) through that a little bit? (laughs) So Greatest American Hero is this show starring William Catt and Robert Culp. I forget almost everything about it except for the fact that aliens came down and imbued him with superpowers and they gave him a super suit. If he's wearing this suit, he has superpowers, I think is how how it worked. And they gave him an instruction book that came with the suit And at first they didn't give him instructions. And so he like knows he can fly, but he can't really control it in any way. So he's always like (laughs) almost running into buildings and stuff like that. And it had like a theme song that was a, like a, like a top 40 hit, believe it or not. I'm walking Walking on on air. air. Oh yeah. And that was the theme song for the greatest (laughs) American hero. And it was a really funny show. And eventually the aliens came back and they were able to say, Hey, you didn't give us, 
the instruction, you know, like, like, how does this work? It's like, it's all in the instruction manual. It's like, you didn't give us the instruction manual. <laughs> so they give him instruction manual. And he's like all psyched and he opens it up and they leave. And he says, oh, ooh, ooh, look at this one. I think I can do this. And what he does is he's like holding the instruction manual. I think I can shrink. And he shrinks all the way down. And they're like looking at him with a magnifying glass. And he's like, okay, I'm going to get up again. And he like reads the magazine like this, but he's not holding the book when he shrinks back up or he grows back up. Oh, so, no. so they can't find the book then because they're out in the middle oh, of the no. desert. And it's just like, un, you know, like in with all the pebbles and rocks. And so, oh, no. It's one of my favorite bits. Like, And that's the only thing I remember from that episode is that aliens gave them superpowers and they didn't really know how to use them. So that's what I did for Hamster and Gretel is I had aliens give them superpowers, but accidentally or maybe on purpose gave them to the, the hamster and her instead of the brother <laughs> and her which is what the brother was thinking was happening so yeah. well speaking of the brother okay the sibling dynamic between Gretel and Kevin it's so different than the one between Phineas and Ferb and Candace yes what made you go that direction if I were in Kevin's shoes I'd be pretty jealous <laughs> yeah he's jealous but he still just really loves his sister and and part of it is that I made them much further apart in age than Phineas and Can Candace. Phineas and Candace are a lot closer. So there's more of a competition going mm. on. You know, it's like mm -hmm. if you're within five years of your sibling, you're often sort of competing for the same attention at the same time. But, you know, my experience with my little sister, I, I have a sister that's more my age and we were often sniping at each other. We're, we're very close. We've always been close, but we were often really angry with each other and sniping at each other. We had another sister 10 years later. So I was like 16 and she was six and I was just driving her around and stuff. But I was also sort of like the other parent or the uncle or something like mm. that because I was almost an adult. I could drive. I was the more responsible one. And I felt very protective of her. And But I was also the adult in her life that was still young enough to wrestle with and pillow fight with and play stupid games with. And we just had a great time together. And that to me was like a really interesting relationship that I don't think you see a lot in kids TV. It's like the kids are all kids, but having him be 16 and sort of, you know, he's, you know, trying to date, he's trying to, you know, like, like have a high school experience and she's still in grade mm. school. I think it's a different dynamic and I wanted to explore that. Mm. I wonder, Gretel likes to punch instead of really working through a problem. Yes. <laughs> Not surprising at six. And yes. Kevin and Hamster often have to adjust to help her. Yes. Do you see Gretel continuing to just punch or do you think she's going to learn to listen a little bit more? <laughs> I mean, we're only a few episodes in. I mean, I realize it takes time. Yeah, well, we would like her to learn a little something, but she's not going to learn anything for long because she's a little kid. You know, she's all 100% id. And that's sort of, we get a lot of humor in the thing from him teaching her an important lesson. And then her, because she's got all these special abilities, not really learning that lesson at all. Because, oh, oh, but I can fix it with all of this stuff that I can do in that second episode. And it's in the first half hour. You know, this horrible thing happens that she feels like responsible for. And then he's like giving her this talk about maybe this is something you can learn from and everything like that. And then she just fixes it with her superpowers and hasn't learned a thing, which is like very frustrating for, you know, I think that's the main thrust of the show is that Kevin is constantly trying to get her to learn from her mistakes and learn from what's, you know, hard for her to do, but because everything always works out. Okay. And she just doesn't have 
that kind of you know a mind yet she's still just like bouncing off the walls because of her age it becomes more of a frustration for kevin you know he's frustrated not quite the way that candace is and phineas and ferb but he's still frustrated (laughs) well speaking of phineas and ferb you've said before that the show is set in the same universe as phineas and ferb where is that exactly I don't know. It's somewhere in the tri-state area. It's, you know, you've never said it's Danville yet. I always think of it as like being the next town over from Danville, but we've never had to say the name of the town out loud yet. So that's usually when we name something as we get to a line like, (laughs) oh, they should really say where, you know, like the name of the town here and then we'll come up with something, uh, (laughs) something there. But Mm. I always think that, you know, they're like a town or a city over from Phineas and Ferb like you know they could run into each other but they're not a big part of each other's lives because they're sort of separated out well I mean that leads into my next question which I mean if they could run into each other could we have a hamster and Gretel and Phineas and Ferb crossover oh I think if we do more than two seasons I think that's definitely in the cards when we did Milo we planned from the very beginning to reveal you know, certain things. And then, you know, like the end of the first season was sort of our goalpost all the way through. There was this big reveal. I don't want to tell, say what it is in case people haven't watched Milo Murphy's Law. If you haven't watched Milo Murphy's Law. Watch it. Available now on Disney+. Plus. I think it's every bit as good as Phineas. It was just sort of on XD during a time where it was hard for people to even get that channel. So it never got the love that Phineas got. But I'm as proud of that show as I am of anything I've ever done. But it leads up to a reveal which causes a big crossover and that was planned from like the first episode we knew where we were going with that so it wasn't just sort of like thrown in we have a story right now that goes over the first two seasons that doesn't include Phineas and Ferb necessarily in it you know there's a place we could do that if we wanted but we'll probably wait till third season and have something that builds up to that Mm. if we you know Knock on wood. Mm. Hope we get a third season. Just throwing it out there, I feel like Perry and Hamster would work really well together. So I think they would. I think they would. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I was pitching things to myself in my mind earlier (laughs) how we we would do that. I was like, it'd be really funny if Hamster got thrown somewhere and landed against a wall of a house and a door opened up next to him and and he went down and he (laughs) was in Perry's lair for a second, just as a bit, or found one of the underground. Things are like, wait, and he got in, sucked into a, one of those pneumatic tubes that yes. the Gary was always using. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, well, in addition to your daughter, Michael Cimino and Joey King, both massive talents and are fantastic voices on the show. Yes. What's it been like working with them? Any fun recording stories? They are just great to work with. They're such smart, on the ball, really super, super talented kids that it's just a joy. I can get whatever I want out of them. And we got Joey King, who I think is one of the best young actresses working today. Mm-hmm. You know, and she's got quite a range. I've seen her in a bunch of things. And I said, I'm so thrilled to have you, Joey. But And I know you have this big range, but we're going to use about this much of it. Just like, you know, we're going <laughs> to, it's a very thin portion of her range because Fred's just delivery is just because of her character. It's all very nearly monotone. It's never super excited. It's always this sort of very dry wit that she has. But I think that the fact that we have somebody as talented as Joey King doing that is why that character still pops, even though they're not doing anything big with their voice at all. 
because she puts so much life into it and still keeps it in this area that you really feel like you get a feel for her without mm -hmm. being like a big performative character. It's mm -hmm. so funny. She is hilarious. Yeah, she's mm -hmm. fantastic. Well, you and Swampy are still pals, of course, but what is it like working without him? On Milo Murphy's Law, he sort of took more of a backseat. He was already setting up his own studio somewhere else. So we created the show together, but I was really running that show. Mm -hmm. So I'm sort of used to not having him there all the time already. But, you know, you just find other people that help you in sort of the same way. You know, I've got a whole staff of writers that I feel like we bounce around in the writer's room and has sort of the same feel as Phineas and Ferb did for that. But it's great. If I ever have anything I need from him, I just call him up and he does it. He's doing a voice in the show. We're the two yeah. old men that are always playing chess. And it's sort of this <laughs> running joke that there's some big thing happening and then it goes through and these two guys are playing chess and accusing each other of trying to distract <laughs> them and it's me and swampy as the two old guys so i, I love that, that. i love that i have to be honest i do miss dr doofenshmirtz a lot I'm ah, he's I... still around how you, is he you can go on tiktok and see doofenshmirtz any day <laughs> <laughs> that is true i can vouch for that <laughs> I would love to uh, to see him, you know, make an appearance in the new show. I miss doing that voice, too, because I think that's the most fun I have in, in front of a microphone is doing Doofenshmirtz. <laughs> when I think of him right now, I like picture him at home in a new lair watching TV, seeing Hamster and Gretel and coming up with all kinds of new innators. <laughs> oh, there's a, there's a superhero hamster now. Ooh, what can I do to trap him? That sort of thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Exactly. Yes, please. Yes, please. There's a group at Disney that's making these little interstitial shorts like the chibi shorts and the mm -hmm. random rings and the theme song takeovers. And they've already started doing stuff with the Doofenshmirtz crossing over with Hamster and Gretel. There's stuff, with, you know, Doofenshmirtz crossing over with Big City Greens that's already out there. And so he's still alive in the pantheon of Disney. And who knows, we may at some point do more Phineas and Ferb. I thought it was over the first time and, and that movie did really well so i imagine there's probably more phineas and ferb oh tell us Ooh. more there's always talk of it <laughs> there's always talk of it nothing solid right now but well we would be very happy <laughs> for yeah. that uh any excuse just to have you back on the show oh good <laughs> excellent uh, and when we last spoke with you a couple of years back, we always end asking our guests their favorite memory. However, Dr. Doof and Major Monogram happened to kick you and, and Swampy off. So they gave their favorite Disney memories. <laughs> oh, so yes. now it is your turn. So we're sure that you have had many, but what is your favorite Disney memory? I'll tell you, my favorite Disney memory is, so when we were making the Phineas and Ferb decom across the second dimension, I was busier than I'd ever been in my life. And I've been very busy on several different jobs, but we were making this movie for the channel and we were producing the show and we were doing take two with Phineas and Ferb. And we were like approving video game designs and everything. Like my day was just bang, 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 just getting dragged from one meeting to another and then drawing stuff for one episode and, and rewriting stuff for another episode. It was just a constant flow of stuff. And during that time, the brand team said they were going to make a Phineas and Ferb dance party for Disney California Adventure, where the, oh. the walk-arounds and some girls dressed up in Fireside Girls costume would come out and they would do dances to all the songs that we had written, not all of them, but for like, you know, 10 of the songs that we'd written for first season. We approved the design of this 
car they were going to come out. We approved the list of songs that they were going to do, but it was in the middle of a bunch of other stuff. And then I got an email from them saying, Hey, the dance party is up and running at California adventure. Next time you're there, you should check it out. I was like, okay, that'll be good. And then, but then I was in the middle of a week of just so much stuff going on. And then like a month later, maybe I was taking the girls to Disneyland because we live close enough that they know we can occasionally go to Disneyland. And we were in California Adventure and we're walking around and I suddenly thought, wait a minute, I think I think I got an email that that dance party is up and running here. I wonder if that's really happening. I have this vague recollection of seeing this email. So I went over and I asked two people who were work there. I was like, is there by any chance like some sort of Phineas and Ferb dance party that happened? <laughs> they're like, oh yeah. Happens right over there. It's starting in about 15 minutes. You know, like that. Oh, wow. Like, really? Okay. So I went back to my family and I did not tell them because I hadn't even told them this thing existed. <laughs> right. So I just said, hey, guys, come on over here. There's going to be something that happens here. You guys are going to love it. Like that. You know, they've got lines taped off and there's already people there waiting for it, you know, because it's been going for a month. So big Disney files know that it's happening there. And the girls are like, dad, I want to go to the river rafting ride. And I said, we'll get there. We'll get there. Like, dad, it's hot. You're like, they're sort of complaining. And they're young enough that we had like a stroller, you know, they're sitting in the stroller and and like, what are we going to do? It's like, no, I think this will be worth it for you. And my wife is looking around and she sees all these kids in Phineas gear, like Phineas and Ferb t-shirts and hats. And there's a girl in a homemade fireside girl costume uh-huh. there. Aww. And she's looking around and she's, she looks up at me and she goes, honey, what is this? I said, don't worry, don't worry. It's going to be great. It's going to be great like this. And the kids are like, dad, I really, wait, dad, dad, do you hear that? Do you hear that? And there's like the Phineas and Ferb song is playing, like the theme song's playing. And they can hear it and it's getting closer and they're getting more and more excited. And they come out and the fireside girls jump off the thing and and there's kids who already know all the dances and they're getting (laughs) kids up to dance with them. My daughters go up and learn the dances to the the different songs and they're singing all these songs, which we just had in the car constantly because I was, you know, I was always writing a new song every week and the girls wanted to hear the new song every week. And so I had like, like I was constantly burning a new CD with the new song on it so we could listen to it in the car. So it was like this thing that was such a part of our lives and they just came out and here we are at Disneyland. You know, it's like we're at the place that I grew up going to, you know, so like whenever we were in California, we always tried to go to Disneyland and we're part of this park And they're singing the songs that I wrote. And those are the characters that I drew. I'm starting to cry a little bit thinking about it. Those are the characters that I drew, you know, however long ago at that point. It's probably 13 years earlier I'd I'd drawn these characters. And they're alive in front of us. They're singing this song. And everybody around, like, is so joyously, all their kids are watching this show. And so they're really excited about it. And Clarissa and I, my wife and I just sat there and held each other and cried the entire time. And I was like, I'm glad everybody's looking out there because if they look at us, they're going to like, what is wrong with that couple? Why are they crying? Like, like, boy, they must really love Phineas and Ferb. (laughs) But that's how I felt every single time. And every time I went, that happened. And I would always try to make it to California Adventure to see that one time every time we went. That was when we were going about once a month with the girls. And so I saw it a bunch of times. And then one of the actors from the the thing reached out to me and Swampy online when they did the 
last one when because they stopped doing it after after the show got you know uh, it didn't get canceled as much but after we stopped doing the show they decided to put those actors onto other things and this girl reached out to us online and said hey the last Phineas and for dance party is happening on this date I would love it if you guys came down she said something that I knew Aww. because I had been so many times is that the local kids the kids who went every weekend the teenagers like mm-hmm. who like went to high school in Anaheim probably had turned that into a the last number is carpe diem from the roller coaster of the musical episode and the last number they <laughs> turned into a big like flash mob there would always be like a bunch of teenagers there and the last number they would all jump in there and they would all dance and they would all know all the choreography it was, like, it was really cool it was really cool Aww. and i knew that was happening because like, i'd seen all you know like a, a lot of these kids and a lot of times they would know what i looked like and come over and, and want you know pictures with me afterward and so we went down for the last dance party and a bunch of people from the crew went and like mm-hmm. the composer and his wife oh, and, wow. and my board artists and my directors all went down and we all jumped into that dance party and did the last dance party. Oh, oh. Wow. <laughs> that's making me cry. That's such a sweet story. It was really great. And then afterward, and then afterward they took us backstage and we got to say goodbye to them all and thank them for doing that and that to me the, uh, and swampy is the same he says that's the coolest thing that ever happened to us because wow. of the show is to be a part of the parks in that way yeah people were lining up for that show every single showing for years for years it went on for like two or three years and to be that much a part of uh, of those parks that we grew up as like this magical place that we get, got to go periodically that's the best thing mm. my favorite disney memory wow. wow dan that is like one yeah. of my favorite favorite disney memories i've heard <laughs> on our show and we've been doing this for three years that's really powerful that i mean cool. you're part of parks history but you're also part of the history of all these kids who like went to yeah. that show and know, knew the dances and knew the songs yeah. thank you so much for sharing sure. that with us and thank you so much for being on our show again Absolutely. hopefully we have you back on again Excellent. Again, again, That'd again. <laughs> Congratulations. The show is so fantastic. All right. Thank you right. so much. Ciao. Bye. Sherry, I am like still crying. Still crying from that story. I, I, And also, I'm also crying with laughter because anytime he just breaks into a little Dr. Doofenshmirtz, it could not <laughs> make me happier. Agreed with that. Wow. Yeah. I hope to have him back on the pod soon. And Zynga, I hope to have you back on the pod soon. Thank you for co-hosting this week. It was such a joy. You are a joy. I love having you here. Thank you. Oh my goodness. You. Oh, thank you both so much. This has been an absolute pleasure. I just love where we work because we get to work with incredible dynamic individuals like yourself. I'm looking forward to seeing everybody at D23X. Remember, Yes, the panel that I'm doing is ABC's On the Red Carpet Storyteller Spotlight. And you can also check out some interviews on the redcarpet.com slash storytellers. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you. And thanks to everyone for listening to D23 Inside Disney. Don't forget to like and share this episode wherever you listen or subscribe. And if you want to chat with us, just hashtag D23 Inside Disney. And for all the latest Disney info, check out D23.com. We'll be back next week with more Disney news and a fantastic guest on an all new episode of D23 Inside Inside Disney. Disney.